Episode 30 of the Project Me podcast. Hi, I'm Kelly Pietrangeli, the creator of MyProjectMe.com. This podcast is designed to be an entertaining, lighthearted, inspirational, personal growth journey. Each episode goes in a mostly chronological order as I piece together the books, modalities, people, and experiences that have fallen onto my life path exactly when I needed them and how often I resisted the very things I needed the most or didn't see the gifts contained in the challenges until later. By sharing my stories, I hope to inspire you to reflect on your life path. What are the seeming coincidences that have led you to where you are today? What are the hidden gifts within your challenges? And what magic is out there waiting for you as you let go of resistance and follow your own breadcrumb trail? At the end of each short episode, there's an opportunity for you to reflect on how my story relates to your own life. You'll also find a PDF of journal prompts in the show notes or in the podcast section at myprojectme.com. Hi guys, welcome back or a warm welcome if you're new to the show. Recently, I came across a recording on my computer that I'd completely forgotten even existed. It's a two-hour recorded session with a consciousness consultant. It took place in 2019, and I was pretty blown away when I watched it back for the very first time the other day. That session and that consciousness consultant led me to release my High Vibe Journey program a few months later. And that program has since changed a lot of lives, including my own. So before I dive into this incredible story, including a couple of audio excerpts from that actual session, let me give a shout out for the season finale of the High Vibe Journey. It begins in just a few days, and as of recording, there are still some spaces left. The program runs for four weeks, and it could be the very best thing you've done for yourself all year. It ends just in time for you to flow into the holiday season and enter next year in a higher vibrational frequency. I'm going to read to you what Louisa said about her experience of the High Vibe Journey. I've read a gazillion self-help books over the past 30 years, but the one thing that helped it all slip into place for me was your High Vibe Journey. Absolute game changer. Honestly, the world would be a better place if everyone did this course. I couldn't praise it highly enough. Wow, I don't think I could get a better testimonial than that. Well, we begin next week and you can go to myprojectme.com for the full details. Okay, so I think I'm titling this episode, That Little Itch Should Be Telling You Something. (laughs) But if you don't know that old dandruff commercial from the 1980s, you might not get it. I might just go for it anyway. Let me know if you do remember that commercial, if you do actually get this. Okay, here we go. Episode 30. It was early 2019, and I had an itch that was getting more and more irritating and hard to reach. This was, of course, not a physical itch, but an inner itch. It felt like there was something I needed to do in my business, but I had no idea what, and this lack of knowing was kind of eating away at me. I had my new online membership club, Project We, which I was loving. I'd created a beautiful business that gave me the luxury of working from home in the hours that suited me, working with amazing women who I love supporting. So why this itch? Why this dissatisfaction? It made no logical sense to me. I kept journaling on it and putting it out there to the universe for some kind of higher guidance. 
Then Hannah told me there was someone I had to meet. Hannah runs Beauty Royale, a local beauty clinic in Brook Green, London. Yes, she keeps coming up in this podcast because she is one of the messengers in my life. Hannah excitedly told me that she had a new client I absolutely had to meet. Her name is Mandy, and she is also an American in London like you. And Hannah just kept going on and on about how super intelligent Mandy is, a medical lecturer, so bright, so smart, furthering her education by coming to London to study at Imperial College. She's just so intelligent, Kelly. You must meet her. And I have to say, all that was doing was triggering my own insecurities about my intelligence. I mean, I dropped out of university after my third year to move to Hollywood and work in entertainment. I don't really feel like I hold my own in highly intellectual conversations, so I wasn't at all sure why Hannah thought Mandy and I absolutely had to meet. She never laid out any common ground other than us both being American. But Hannah is Hannah, and she wouldn't leave it alone. Every time I saw her, have you connected with Mandy yet? She even messaged me urgently imploring me to reach out to Mandy. So finally, honestly, just to get Hannah off my back, I messaged Mandy. I told her, I work out of Soho House every Friday, and if you ever want to come down for a coffee, that's where I'll be. (laughs) I was very nonchalant about it. So, finally, one Friday, Mandy came. She arrived at 11 a.m., and we literally talked nonstop until 7 (laughs) p.m. What's that, eight hours? And then my husband turned up after work, and he stayed and talked with us for another hour. It turns out, Mandy had been getting the same nagging from Hannah about having to meet Kelly, and she had no idea why either. She was super busy, but she finally relented also just to get Hannah off her back. The funny thing is, once we messaged Hannah, we showed her a picture of the two of us together, we said we'd met, Hannah asked no further questions. It was like she had an itch that needed scratching, and once she knew we'd connected, her discomfort was gone. So, in my eight-hour talking marathon with Mandy, I'd found a kindred soul. I discovered I could hold my own in a highly intelligent discussion about all things woo-woo. She was an academic with a deep curiosity about the universe. She listened to me share my stories about my journey, my transformational breathwork sessions, my work with an energy healer called Jacqueline, and this deep itch I was feeling to bring this into my work but with no idea how. Mandy then told me about a woman in America she was working with. Her name was Catherine Greenfield, and she was a consciousness consultant. She gave me her contact and said I should book in for a session with her. It would be part straight-up business coaching mixed with something she described as a meditative journey to access other realms of information. I excitedly booked in for that session, and it was incredible. I now absolutely believe that I had to meet Mandy so I could meet Catherine. Catherine Greenfield is an East Coast ex-lawyer and does not come across as woo-woo in any shape or form. Our session began very matter-of-factly, with her jotting notes as I explained about Project Me, my book, my membership, and this Project Me framework I developed to help women to better balance and manage their lives. I told her about this annoying itch, this calling to go deeper with my work, but just not knowing how. Then she asked me to get comfy, and I put the laptop next to me as I laid on my bed, 
and she began to take me into a deep meditative state and into what she described would be a co-hosted journey. I began to see images and I would share with her what I was seeing, but I was very in my head. I wasn't sure if what I was seeing was only my creative imagination. I was completely questioning myself, not fully letting go. Catherine encouraged me to move into the story, knowing that my imagination is the access point. Energy wants to take form. That's how it communicates with you, she said. She helped me to focus on my heart energy and open up that channel, allowing myself to receive whatever messages I was there to receive without resistance. And after a few minutes, I felt my heart open. Like I felt it physically clear. I don't know if you've ever used Vicks VapoRub and you rub it on and you feel this kind of whoosh of clearing. Well, it kind of felt like my heart had been Vicks VapoRubbed. It suddenly felt like whoosh, this kind of open feeling. It was amazing. Then I saw myself in the same Native American teepee as I'd seen myself in before during a transformational breathwork session. Two wise elderly Indian women were applying a mud and herb mixture to my feet, and then to my heart, and then onto my third eye, pushing out impurities, clearing, opening. Catherine was recording this session, and the funny thing is, it's not until preparing for this podcast episode now, nearly three years later, that I'm finally listening to it. The recording is over two hours long, but I'm going to play you this snippet of it so you can hear the words that came out of my mouth when I was deep into the journey and sharing what the wise elders were helping me to see. Flow and ease, letting go of certainty and needing to even know what's next and truly going with the flow, living the way that life is meant to be lived. And from that space, then all that I seek is what I am. There is nothing more than that. Joy and freedom and love. Live by this example. Nothing you have to do. Just be. Every day, wake up and do what feels good. And let's connect with this knowing and the impulse to share this wisdom, to allow it to flow from within you into others. Noting how that feels. It feels really good to imagine that I can do this by channeling, which have never even occurred to me before. It would be amazing to <laughs> almost be like what Esther Hicks does, you know, just to be able to have it come through me in when I write something that it's just my fingers on the keyboards dancing. When I open my mouth to speak, even I am in wonder and amazement of what comes out of my mouth because it's not coming from my head. It's coming from pure source. 
Mm. I would feel absolutely amazing because then I would never ever have to second guess anything. I would just trust implicitly. I would feel so good. You can. My hands are being held right now. My both of my hands are being held right now. I feel hands in mine. So, what's incredible for me now is that from this journey, I only remembered about something that happened closer to the end of the session. Hearing these wise words now about just waking up and doing what feels good and being in my joy, this message has continued to come to me over and over. In the past three years, I have evolved so much from a younger me who was laying there on the bed with so much uncertainty. I listen now and I just send her so much compassion. And I wish I could have handed her a crystal ball to see her life now. I do want to play you one more shorter bit where I emerged from the teepee and into the most incredible space of pure light, love, and peace. Okay, so when you're ready and we exit teepee, describe for me what you see. Just pure white light. It's really bright. I'm just stepping into absolute light, like, I can't see anything except light. It's not blinding me. It's just beautiful. Mm -hmm. It feels really nice on my face. Like almost like having the sun on me, but it's different than the sun. It's white, white light that's just everywhere surrounding me. Peace. The complete peace. I'm hearing this is what I can be feeling every day. This peace that I can go here anytime I want. Mm -hmm. it's making me see where I could be going in my meditations when sometimes I struggle with the monkey mind or I'm just kind of not feeling the connection I feel like oh gosh this is where I could come in my meditation this would feel really good mm -hmm. I'm hearing that I doesn't have to be in meditation I can feel this good and this peaceful anytime I want mm-hmm I just have to call it in and create more space in my life for it, but that I will be able to harness this and have it in my life, even when I'm doing things and with people, it's not reserved for meditation. Mm -hmm. Like this is my true nature. This is how mm -hmm. I'm actually meant to feel is this peaceful and this, light i would love to know how to keep this feeling <laughs> or is it the human is it just human nature to have the contrast <laughs> so note how you feel in your heart right now and one way to navigate this is to know that this is always present and that this is what one might call an access to a higher state of consciousness or to higher dimensions that always exist even as we are in our bodies in the physical plane and that you can learn to become more aware more present with this state throughout the day and that sometimes you can you know, close your eyes to bring back 
bring your awareness back into the space and then open your eyes and and during the day you can become aware that you can access this and you can be in this space but you've just become used to not to not being but it's a dynamic it's a process within yourself that will grow and she was right I am now able to access this peaceful, blissful, higher state of consciousness on my own. And I'm helping the women in my higher level programs to begin to access this too. So I won't keep playing you snippets so this will end up running into hours. It was tempting. I was like, oh, I want, to, I want them to hear this. Oh, they got to hear this part. But I'm just going to tell you that an hour and a half into this journey with Catherine, I suddenly felt like I was holding the handle of something in my hand. And I realized that it was attached to a drawer. And the drawer was attached to a beautiful Art Deco dressing table with a mirror. And Catherine kind of coaxes me into reaching into the drawer. It takes quite some time. I'm just seeing black and I'm not seeing anything. And then suddenly I talk to myself in the mirror for a bit. And then I reach into the drawer and to my amazement, I pull out the manuscript for my next book. (laughs) The book is called Woo Woo is Wonderful by Kelly Pietrangeli. I have still not written that book, but I did start this podcast, and the title was originally meant to be Woo Woo is Wonderful, but I changed my mind at the last minute. I share about that story in episode zero, the pilot episode of this podcast, why I decided to call it the Project Me podcast instead. So at the end of that call with Catherine, I sat up and I opened my eyes and suddenly I'm looking at Catherine. I'm having this very rational conversation with this ex-lawyer. It was like two different people in the same body. And I found my mouth saying, Catherine, have you ever been to London? And Catherine says, yes, yes, I have a long time ago, but I really liked it. And I said, Catherine, do you like cats? And she said, yeah, I love cats. And I said, would you like to come to London for a month this summer to live in my house and look after my cats while I'm away? And she answered, without flinching, yes, I'd love to. Can I give you an answer tomorrow? I mean, think about this conversation. We don't even know each other, but this just flowed out naturally without either of us thinking it over. This is higher conscious living. When we just speak what comes through to us and we answer what comes through to us. So I had put it out to the universe that I find a solution for my cats while I was going to be away for a month. And so the very next day, Catherine emailed me with potential flight dates. And that was that. I had to tell my husband that we had someone coming who we didn't even know coming over from America to live in our house and cat sit. And I wasn't about to say she was some woo-woo woman I'd had a guided transformational journey with. So I said, um, yeah, she's a lawyer kind of business coach friend of Mandy's. And because he'd met Mandy, he was kind of like, um, okay. So when Catherine arrived in London, we went and had lunch. And it turns out that she has two young daughters that she's been raising alone. But very recently, their father came back onto the scene and said he'd like to have a relationship with them. She'd never had the freedom to be able to do anything as a solo parent for seven years. My offer enabled her to go off on an overseas adventure and allow the girls and their dad to have important time together. It seemed Hannah introducing me to Mandy, introducing me to Catherine, was also a wider-reaching series of synchro destinies. 
I remember at that lunch with Catherine, the day before I was flying off for a month, I told her I was seriously considering signing up for a big, expensive life coaching course that was starting in September. I still had that itch to work with women deeper, but I felt like I needed some kind of qualification and some framework to follow. Catherine was puzzled. In her eyes, she saw me as someone who'd created my own framework for helping others. Why would I want to train in someone else's framework and be guiding women within that framework when I have my own? She said it sounded like I was looking for validation, like I needed to justify my worth by earning a qualification, try to satisfy this itch by pouring myself into an intensive year-long course I probably didn't actually need. (laughs) Oh my God, I remember obsessing over this conversation during my entire holiday. I came back and I had a money meeting with my accountant, and she made one comment that made me stop in my tracks. She said, it's interesting that for my male clients, my entrepreneurial male clients, they have very little in the way of further training in their business. They just kind of set up their businesses and go. By contrast, my female clients are always kind of wanting more credentials, more education, more training. I I see it when I do their bookkeeping. They just have far more outgoing expenses on all this kind of further training. She said, women never seem to believe they know enough yet to be of value to others. And in that moment, I knew she was right, and that Catherine had been right about me looking for further validation. I backed out of that life coaching course literally hours before I was about to sign up. There was a deadline. And I am so happy now that I didn't do it, because what unfolded from there would not have happened if I'd been busy focusing on that course. (laughs) So here's what happened. I returned from holiday, and Catherine left. But instead of flying back to the USA and her daughters, she heard from her daughters that they were really enjoying their time with their dad. So she decided to give them some more time and travel around Europe a bit. More opportunities were showing up on her path, and she decided to go with the flow. When she returned to London in October to catch her return flight to Virginia, I invited her to stay over one more night. We were in my kitchen, and I was telling her about my top productivity tool, Trello, and how I use it to manage all of my tasks and projects. Out of my head and into Trello is my mantra. Well, Catherine had never heard of Trello, so I took her on up to my office, and she sat down next to me, and I opened it up, and I started showing her on my computer, you know, look, this is where I keep all of my important and urgent tasks, and here's the other things, and I break everything down, and I have this one that's called ideas. I kind of, I I call it my ideas parking lot. And it is literally a whole column with all these little cards on it. Trello's got lots of cards. It's like, if you've never seen it, it's like a post-it notes, but you can move the post-it notes around from place to place. So there was this entire column called ideas. And I said, yeah, this is my ideas parking lot. Whenever I get an idea in my head, I just download it here, I put it here, and I park it so I don't forget about it. But I scrolled down and I didn't even realize myself like how much was on there. It was crazy. Like it just went on and on and on. Like I'm an ideas person, um, but it takes up too much. If I write it down in notebooks, I lose them and everything. So I started putting them into Trello. Well, Catherine's eyes went to one of the cards on my Trello board and it said, high vibe journey. And she said, what's that? And I went, oh, let's see, High Vibe Journey. Oh, yeah, I opened it up to refresh my memory. Oh, yeah, this is a four-week 
online program and it helps women to understand themselves as energy. And, you know, in week one, they learn how their emotions carry a vibrational frequency. And in week two, we learn about how to live more in the present moment. And in week three, we're learning about how to protect your vibes from outside influences and uh, how to how to get into vibrational alignment before taking action. And it's all, like the way I live my life, I just thought I could kind of put it into a program for people. And she's like, well, why haven't you brought that out? And I'm like, well, I mean, there's all these other ideas too, right? You know, I mean, how do I ever know which one's which? And besides, you know, that's not what women come to me for. And I, that's what I mean. I need to kind of figure out a way of segueing into this kind of stuff. Because if I start talking about this stuff now, people aren't going to be ready for it, blah, 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 blah. And Catherine said, well, I think that you do it in a really practical way. This all sounds really practical to me. And she said, why don't you just put it out? And so I went, okay, well, let me look at when I could do it. Well, I couldn't do it. And I went month by month by month. So this was October. And I went every single month and I gave my reasons for why I couldn't do it. I can't do it that month because school holidays and when women are on holiday, their kids are on school holidays, you know, they can't do it. I have to have a clear month where women can complete this program without a stupid school break, you know, and I went through it all and I kind of got to May and I said, yeah, I guess I could do it in May. Yeah, I could do it in May of 2020. (laughs) And she looked at me and she said, why can't you just do it next month? (laughs) And I was like, "Uh, well, that's too soon. Uh, That'd be way too soon. And then even as those words were coming out of my mouth, I remembered that back when I ran my goal setting for Busy Mothers course way back in 2015, I put the course out there, got women to sign up, and I literally created each week's module as they were doing the week before. So when they were in week one, I was creating week two. When they were in week two, I was creating week three. And it worked, you know, like it kind of works better for me that way. And she said, why don't you just do this that way? And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it. So she really encouraged me to send an email out and put it out there and just explain a little bit about what it was about and and gather interest and do it the same way that I'd done with my goal setting program, gather up the interest and then create the program. So she went down to the kitchen and I remember sitting at my computer and like drafting up this email. And then I got completely crap scared. Like I, I can't send this out to my entire mailing list of thousands and thousands of people who've all join my mailing list to learn how to live a well-balanced life. And I can't start talking about energy. And it just, in my mind, it felt like such a huge gap. And Catherine came back up to the office and she sat down next to me. And I said, I would maybe feel safer just sending this out to the women in my Project We membership. And I also only felt comfortable about offering it to 12 people. So I kind of, you know, wrote the email and literally Catherine held my hand because I was that shaky and scared. She held my hand and I pressed send on this email and then just went, oh my God. And well, (laughs) someone right away said, yes, Claire, you know who you are. I always thank Claire for being the first one to say yes. And, um, well, okay. So just let me just finish with Catherine. So the next day, Catherine and I said our goodbyes. We had both been so influential in each other's lives during those past two months. And I remember that next I flew to New York City to meet my husband. He was there on a business trip. And I remember feeling so free and my own kids were independent and I could actually get on a plane and fly off without them. It was super empowering. And I check into the hotel and guess who is staying at the same hotel in New York City by complete coincidence, (laughs) although nothing is a coincidence. 
Catherine Greenfield. <laughs> I mean, how many thousands of hotels are there in New York City? The magnetic connection between us is definitely real. So um, I didn't end up running my program in November. I, I decided to run it in January. I'd made an excuse earlier that I couldn't run it in January, but suddenly I realized that was just a flimsy excuse. So I ran that program in January of 2020, and the women who did it loved it so much that when COVID struck, I just decided to keep running it again and again and again. There were no school holidays. People were stuck at home. I no longer had to worry about that. And I just literally had a free calendar to be able to just run the high vibe journey again and again and again. So, so much for can't run it until maybe May. And honestly, I'm sure that May would have come and I wouldn't have run it then. It was just something about Catherine holding my hand, and like really getting me to do it. So the High Vibe journey not only changed the lives of the women who did the program, but it changed my life too. That itch was finally scratched. I was doing it. I was teaching my own framework for how to raise your vibrational frequency and understand what it actually means to live a high vibe life and to move into higher levels of conscious living. Catherine saved me from going down a standard life coaching route and got me to step into my power and share what I already know in a really practical way that makes perfect sense to even women who confess to not having a woo-woo bone in their body. The high vibe journey could still be living in that parking lot of ideas on my Trello board instead of out into the world where it's making an impact. I would have never created my next level higher program or my H2O group where I'm taking women even deeper into their awakening. And my own growth would have continued to feel stifled. That itch was not going to go away on its own. I wouldn't have started this podcast. I wouldn't have begun doing intuitive tarot sessions or training to become a soul plan practitioner. That program unleashed so much for me too. I'd asked the universe in early 2019 to please, please show me signs. And I was sometimes pushed into following the leads. I mean, why did I resist meeting up with Mandy and not openly trusting Hannah when she said we had to meet? There's even more with Mandy, which I'll share in a future episode. But for now, a short but incredible extra to add to the end of this story. I wanted to put a link to Catherine Greenfield's website in the show notes for this podcast episode, but I couldn't find her online anywhere. It was like her online presence simply evaporated into thin air. No more Instagram. No more Facebook. Even her YouTube videos were gone. So I sent her a what's up, worried something bad may have happened to her. And it turned out, that soon after coming to London, she went back into her law career and dropped the consciousness consulting. <laughs> it turns out she's super happy, very satisfied with her work, and finding other outlets for her spiritual side. It was as if she had to do that for a short period just so we could meet as a part of my soul's plan, or hers, or her children, or her children's father, who knows? But all of that needed to happen for some higher purpose. I'm sure of it. I now ask for guidance from my higher self, intuition, guides, and I am always looking out for the signs. The universe does have our back, and the easiest way for assistance to arrive is in the form of other people. So we need to pay attention to those coincidences and be open to receiving the messages that will guide us towards where we're meant to be heading. 
Life is always happening for you. So don't wait to be knocked over the head with the message. Wake up and pay attention. Dear listener, relax your forehead. Take a long, slow, deep breath in and let it out with a sigh. I'm going to ask you some questions to get you to think about how my story relates to your own life. Do you have a little itch that needs scratching? Maybe you have an idea that you keep parked, waiting for the right time. Imagine what might happen if you dared to take some action on it. Remember me nervously sending out that email to see if anyone might be interested in my course about energy and all that unfolded by taking that one brave action? What do you think about writing it down in a journal or a notebook, asking outright for any signs or signals, and then paying close attention for when they appear? Or sharing your idea out loud with someone else, someone who won't scoff at it, but will hold your hand if need be and encourage you to take the first small steps. Thank you for listening to the Project Me podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe and share it with a friend or on social media. What if you, sharing it with someone else, changes their life? And if you're listening in Apple Podcast, I'm so grateful for your review. Click out of this episode and over to the main Project Me podcast title page. Scroll down past the episodes and you'll find a place to click the stars or you can write a few words. Thank you. And now that you know how the High Vibe journey came into existence, if you're feeling curious, follow your curiosity over to myprojectme.com. There you'll find details and how to sign up. Spaces are limited to 25, and I'm going to write sold out on the page when those final spots are filled. There's even a little intuition test there to tap into your own inner guidance about joining in. If you'd like information on my intuitive tarot sessions or soul plan readings, email me, hello at myprojectme.com, or you can send me a direct message on Instagram. My handle is kellyprojectme. There is also my Project We membership, This is where you can safely tell me and the others about your juicy dreams and we'll be there virtually holding your hand, supporting you and cheering you on. If you're not on the Project Me newsletter list, hop on at myprojectme.com to stay in the loop about what's going on. Until next time, open your mind, open your heart and stay curious. We all need some space in our lives for the magical and unknown.